and welcome to podcast 298 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt on this week's pod. I'm joined by Dupe, Joe and the Irish one. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Hello, mate. Hello. Uh, that was that was that sound almost <laughs> alive there, Hello. Mr. Madden. Hello. Hello. After, that was bad. <laughs> well, um, if you hadn't realised, Mr. Madden is dying slightly. So, on this week's pod, we're going to try and make him talk as much as possible <laughs> no. because it's his own fault for going to see Newcastle beat Spurs six-one. And coincidentally, it's it's kind of our topic this week because. We've just witnessed uh, Stellini get sacked by Spurs on the day of recording, and we want to see how easy it is to beat Spurs 6-1, and obviously because we're not a Spurs podcast. So we were spoiled by Dupes' two save updates last week, so we're going to omit that. But um, I did have a question before we dive right into that. Uh, what's the shortest time you've ever spent at a club? And I don't mean in a save and you've got bored and done a raz and killed it off. I mean what's the shortest time you've spent at a club whether you decided to leave because it wasn't the right fit or that you were binned off no because i know he's going to say he's going to say poland no i am going to say mad at the nightclub in siren system when we had to drag him off of those people and and fight lose his key he was in that club for about 15 minutes (laughs) and and to be fair he was the shortest (laughs) 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 wow that's good i've never good. But seriously, Poland. Um, yeah, uh, I was in Poland for all of about 11 minutes because I thought it was the first time it came up saying that they wanted me. So I just assumed you had to have an interview. I didn't actually know that they just instantly gave me the job. And I think I misclicked it and then instantly resigned. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm now not allowed to go to Poland ever. That is uh, Leroy Rossini levels of longevity at a club. Yeah, probably the most fa- one of the most famous examples, aside from Stellini and Clough at Leeds. But it's been a while since I mentioned Brian Clough, so I figured mm. I'd get it in there. Um, anyway, let's let's move on then. I don't really know what we're we're calling this um, this section, but we're basically going to watch Mad be Eddie Howe, um, not Jason Tindall, because you. Because oh, you are. No, we know. Uh, get out. <laughs> um, so we're going to watch Mad play Spurs as Newcastle. We've used a real-life database, so it is basically simmed up to the day before, I believe, the, that fixture. So it's as up-to-date as it can be, and we're going to see if Mad can, can actually do what Eddie, Eddie Howe did. Using his own formation, his own choice of players, he'll talk through all of this as much as he can with his um, slightly um, ropey voice. Not not that it's not usually ropey. It's <laughs> um, And then we'll ask him questions about it and then we'll see how it goes. We'll watch it live as it happens and we'll ask why he's making certain decisions. It, it's going to be quite interesting because we've watched him do this in the past post-pod recording. And yeah, some of his decision-making is questionable at best. And obviously we're going to have to try and paint the picture for you because you're not going to be able to see what's going on. So like all good radio programmes, you're going to need to close your eyes. If, you, if you're driving, I'd suggest you omit that step. But imagine what's going on in your head if you were sort of watching FM. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on, uh, Mr. Madden. You are it, it's it's four four o'clock, two o'clock on the Sunday. You are approaching kickoff. Uh, your team sheet's now in. I have a quick question before we go any further. Oh, go on. Uh, it, so this is two o'clock kickoff. Uh, were you still in the pub at this time, Matt, or had you made your seat? What do you mean? Like, were you, were you still in Shearers, or had you got in your seat for kickoff? No, I was yeah. there for the I was there for the kickoff, but I had only sat down maybe one minute. Um, okay. Had barely just kind of gotten used to the surroundings, and yeah, Jacob Murphy's banged one in one nil. All right, spoilers. I haven't watched much of the day yet. <laughs> um, did you so, uh, yeah, crazy? Did that bloke pay to sit next to you wearing that stupid Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> I was paying him to get away from me he's probably listening isn't he? he listens he does listen James it matches your terrible moustache so you, maybe you should have wore it I don't have a moustache do I oh maybe it's just dirt because it looks pretty your face looks pretty murky mate. Only it's one just a Guinness 
I'll be honest, right? I know we're meant to be painting a picture of the football uh, and, the, and the game. I think we should paint a little picture of Mad. Um, honest to God, Mad, you look rough, mate. Are you okay? <laughs> you mean now or in the photograph of me in the game? No, no, just you now. Today, he looks like the oldest 39-year-old ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, dude, it's, it's been an emotional couple of days. Um, obviously, you look like you ran back from Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, obviously, I've had to get up. We've obviously gone and watched the game. Um Celebrated five goals in 20 minutes and uh, a crazy game of shock and amazement and euphoria and disbelief all at the same time. Um, so naturally, the entire city of Newcastle has gone out on the beer after and I uh, had to get up this morning and fly home, travel down from Dublin and I got home about two hours ago. So here we are, dupe. Commitment. You commitment to the cause. You flew home, flew home drunk. It's very um, responsible. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Some wife was Reiner. Must have been, must have been Reiner. Reiner's, <laughs> Reiner's Reiner, you know. Um, so yes, I'm here, but I'm not fully here, if that makes sense. Good luck every week then. Pretty so, much. First of all, do you pick your squad on this screen, which is the squad selection screen, team selection screen? Or are you uh, going As to a, the squad view and do it? No, I, I usually do it here in, in the tactics screen. Are you a dragger or are you a clicker? I am a right clicker. Sorry, yeah, right, yeah, right clicker. Word jumps immediately, we'll say. So, so you select from the team selection rather than going to the individual positions on the tactics board and selecting a player that way. Or dragging the player into the position. I yeah. have never done this before. I didn't even realise you could do that where it says pick player. What? Well, every day's a school day, <laughs> kids. Yeah. I literally, I this mean, one time... Be fun. This is going to be fun <laughs> and slow. This is also going to be a long pod. I, yeah. I've been playing football manager for insert number of years here, and I didn't know this I was a feature. Know that was a thing. It has been a feature for about eight years. Because so I've always <laughs> just right-clicked or dragged, basically, like the old days. So, so you've got a big, big decision to start with. Uh, okay. Three absolute quality goalkeepers. Uh, who are you going to pick first? I mean, as tempting as, as it is to go, you know, Loris Carius. In yeah. fairness, he didn't do too badly in the final on the grand scheme of things. Uh, did, did, has he got a medal? Uh, no, but none of them do. So. No. Up, but actually, they do. The broker actually got a medal, by the way. Oh, Dubravka got he, a medal. Yeah, yes. he actually got one because he played for United in uh, a previous round. Um, chief. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Dubravka walks out with a winner's medal and everyone else got a no, runner's I know up. I've said this before and I'm just going to, you know, we love a tangent. If you haven't watched the Football Agent documentary on Sky you find out that Cherno Samba is Martin Dubravka's agent. Oh, no, that's wild. Now, that is a football manager. Is it? of trivia there. Yeah. Not in-game. The fact that they don't <laughs> have, like, if, they don't I, have I guess licensing. Game. Yeah. But, if, if, like, but that's like the perfect time to introduce it, right? You get Cherno Samba to introduce the feature. Yeah. Done. There's your marketing. Mate, could you imagine? Ag before. Agents just sniff money, don't they? They'd be like, anything <laughs> that's wrong, they'll be like, yeah, we're suing you. <laughs> Although they've all, all of them will have just had to take that exam, so some of them might be out of a job anyway very soon. And Raul is dead, so, so he's probably the worst one. Yep. Uh, anyway, <laughs> should we should we move off said tangent before we get yes. too deep? So we're going to go Excellent. with Nick Pope in goals, um, and we're going to have him as a goalkeeper. Like he, <laughs> as, as a goalkeeper, as a, as a, as a, a good start <laughs> goalkeeper role. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long night. Um, <laughs> as play opposed Isaac to Isaac as a striker, um, we're not going to be playing Nick Pope as a sweeper keeper. Although in recent weeks and months, we have seen him a lot more. Um, maybe trying to bring more of that into his game and coming out of his box. Well, when when he was at Burnley, um, he had the most uh, most rush on rushed or rushed clearances or something like that in terms mm. of I can't remember what the actual term is but he rushed out the most of any goalkeeper yeah. in the Premier League in that, seems to be doing that a lot season more that Burnley were relegated is that how he got sent off as well yeah basically yeah uh, he, yeah, he's not great at it it just means that he comes out to collect the ball um, frequently yeah he's had a, had a couple of clangers anyway so Nick Pope in goal as goalkeeper defend back four then so on this one so we'll start on the right back obviously we're going to go trips in at right back uh, I would say Trips is a wing back. Um, I was toying between support and attack. I think I'm leaning more towards support. Um, I guess in terms of where I see him now, I think even as the months have gone on, uh, he's probably not as attacking, even though he's getting forward quite a lot. 
So I don't know what you lads think if you'd agree, if you're in agreement with that. Definitely. I mean, I'm not here to give you advice, but yeah, okay. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, cool. Thanks, too. Much appreciated. I mean, we we you, probably kind of are. You know, do you know what I find it. weird? Again, a little tangent, but my wing backs are always mirrored. If I've got a wing back on the one, I've got a wing back on the other. Mm. And you don't have that. You have a full back on the other side. Yeah, and, and that's more about the player than the role, I think. Um, so I think with Dan Byrne, I, just, I mean, even just to look at him, I can't see wing back, but. Well, he does get forward. He's I just not really don't see him. Back, really, is he? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's odd because would you have Wambasaka as a right back at Man United, as a like as a wing back? Would I would I class him as a wing back? Would say no, no. I'm, I'm asking Dope because he's saying that he would have him. I would, yeah. Even though he's dog shit going forward. No, he's got better, man. Like he hasn't got better. Credit. You've got <laughs> excellent, <laughs> excellent defender. No, 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 excellent no. defender. Go back and watch. Go back and watch some of his his. This, this year, his improvement on the ball. Got? Sorry? This year, sisters? three months. Sisters. I think he's got three sisters. Um, like he's getting better and better on the ball. His ball control is oh, so looks, much better. He's not to the like level. Fucking, it, it, mate, he looks like a deer running around, running away from a fucking transit van. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes he looks like he's a good deer that's already been got by the transit van. <laughs> I think I think I would, I would play him as a wing back. Not a problem. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Well, today we will be playing Dan Byrne as a fullback on support. I think it's more suited towards him as a player and a little bit closer to the role he plays as well. He do, Don't get me wrong, he does get forward, he does overlap every now and again. Um, but again, in my mind, when I'm looking at a player who is probably more of a centre-back than a fullback, I think it makes sense to have him as a fullback here on support. We'll move into the centre. defensive pairing, yeah. So we have a slight predicament in that the database that Dupe downloaded was Hang on, from, hang on, hang on. Yeah. That's football, mate. That just happens, isn't it? We've got an injury to Fabian Share because this database uh, lands before the Brent, sorry, the Villa game, um, which was a week back. So Fabian Share has picked up an injury. So, uh, is he in, in orange this, injured? Yeah, he stubbed his toe getting on the fine. bus. That's all it was. Lads, he's fucked. Give him an injection. He, he could play. He's, he's in better condition than you. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is I'd true. prefer to play him than Dan Byrne. I was going to put Lascelles in, but maybe we should. Maybe, look, maybe we can go with Fabian Shear. I just think he won't last. He'd probably get to have Lascelles in. Just change his name. <laughs> do you know what we'll do? We'll put Shear in, and then if he's fucked, we can say, well, he's got injured during the game, right? Um, Which yes. he did anyway, and then he stayed on, didn't he? He stayed on. He almost got, he got substituted. A hell of a, so. He got a hell of an assist as well. You've got to have Botman, haven't you? you got to have Botman next. I love Sven Botman, lads. Sven Botman is an absolute Rolls Royce defender. Um, um can he I just brilliant. say this? I'll be honest with you now. Mm-hmm. If Haaland wasn't doing Haaland things, I'd say sign out of the season. Probably not fair wrong. Yeah. I would, genuinely would. Mm. Um, he's up there. I mean, my little bit of biasness, I would probably put maybe a one or two United players in there, but he has been freaking awesome. He mm. has. And like they, they Who would played, I put in there? Um, sign of the season? Casemiro? Maybe yeah. Martinez? Just, just, mm, That's probably the two um, I'd put in there. Mm. Nah. Casemiro, yeah, shout I think the thing about Botman is, particularly the first twelve games, he didn't, he'd never lost. It took twelve games. I think it was the game against Liverpool, um, the second game against Liverpool that was his first defeat in a Newcastle kit. How, how much did he pay for? He, I want to say, he was about thirty. You hit history, I'll tell you. History, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't That's know I'd do that. I've got this set to Euros as well. Because, oh, for uh, fuck's sake! Oh, oh come on. Oh dear, forty million euros according to this. Uh, from I got given a, a Scottish five pound note the other day. I was livid. Is that a thing? Sorry. Yeah, they have their own Just, money. Right. So we should so probably thanks, focus Matt. on the formation that you've actually you've you've gone for as well. Like to it, so we can kind of anticipate how you're setting things up. Mm. So four three right. three DM wide. That's what he's gone for. Yeah, yes. positive as well. I'm positive for that. Well, we can go, we'll go through the mentality and stuff in a sec, but like the, I think the midfield positions and roles that you're selecting are probably going going to be the most difficult thing mm-hmm. because the the wide positions are and the the forward is fa- fairly simple. But the, the try it depends on if you're trying to replicate exactly how Howe plays or if you're trying to get the best out of the players that you're selecting. So um, let's see what you're going for and whom you are selecting. I mean, I think it's fair to say that Eddie is getting the best out of them, so it, I don't really have much room to try and get any more. So I'm probably going to 
basically replicated, or at least the rules we think, or I think that the players are actually um, implementing in real life when we're comparing it to football manager. <clears throat> so we're going to go with the three-man midfield. We have one player in the DM Strata. This is going to be Bruno Guimaraes, um, who I think is probably the best midfielder Newcastle have ever had. Um, genuinely, even watching him live as well. He's outstanding. Ooh, and he's all not of us, our brains just start ticking then, don't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been carrying an ankle injury for weeks. He's going to have surgery in this summer, apparently. So he's he's not 100% all the time. But I mean, he's just, his intelligence of knowing where he's going to put the ball and knowing what's around him uh, and the amount of ground he covers, it's, he's phenomenal. Um, so yeah, that's Luke, what I Luke, think. You said everyone's brain starts ticking and I'm like, no, he's probably just not wrong because I can't think of. I've just literally got to Newcastle saying, I'm going John Joe Shelby. Nah. Jermaine Genus, James Milner. Not Check Teoti. Lee Bowyer. The closest would, in my mind, be Johan Kabay. Exactly. But I think that Bruno is superior. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good shout. And in here. Waitrose, mate, compared to fucking Kabay, who's more little. <laughs> he's a what's the fucking French supermarket? Supermarché or whatever he is. Carrefour, yeah. Carrefour, So um, we're gonna have Bruno in here. Is I was toying with the roles. I was looking at. I was like, is he a DM? Is he a DLP? I've kind of landed in my head with a roaming playmaker because as I've read it, it basically saying that he's the heartbeat of the team, driving forward with the ball, spearheaded attacks, as well as tracking him back to cover defensively. Um, he doesn't. He's not really a sit in front of the back four kind of DM. You know, he, he's very mobile. He, he gets around, and he is that engine. He is that heartbeat. I, I feel of the team. So, roaming playmaker for me and support is the only option for that role. Any thoughts, questions? Agree, disagree? No, I think you're probably about right there. Um, I think it also fits in well with how he actually plays in real life that it's mm. he does tend to shuttle quite a lot but he he does sit at the base of the the midfield three predominantly he's the one that is used as the outball for when recycling for a, for another tra- like attacking transition so i think it makes sense and I'll i don't think you. i've ever i don't think i've ever played a roman playmaker in that dm strata position either so that'd be interesting I know that Dan Gear, who wrote our little Wonder Kid watch last week on, on Alex Scott, um, a good chunk of that article is talking about the RPM, so give that a read as well. Um, oh, you're gonna shag, yeah. One other thing about Bruno, he's great at, um, you know, you know, he puts in a tackle or a block and then he just kind of throws up the two arms to kind of get the crowd going. That man, he did that about six times in the game. And yeah. Nice. Oh, sorry. Oh, he just thought you, you were just trying to mimic it yeah. in real life. He just looks like you were tossing two blokes off. So. <laughs> well, maybe Go I was. Skiing. Did you see the photos of me on Twitter? Um, right. We'll Not those on. ones. I thought they were for your only fans. <laughs> we'll move on to the t- midfield two, uh, just ahead of Bruno. So um, so we're going to have Longstaff in here. I think there's no question about this. Is box-to-box midfielder. Eddie Howe loves Longstaff. He loves the fact that uh, Longstaff just has a really good engine on him. He's extremely fit. He gets up and down. He defends the attacks. He's not. He's never going to be the most quality player. He he gets chances that he doesn't finish. He kicks a lot of shots wide um, when you think he should be in the target. But he's up and down that field, and he's on a hundred and ten percent every game. And to be honest, he usually plays ninety minutes as well. And he's been a kind of a stalwart all season there. So, Shawnee Longstaff in as the box to box midfielder. This um, is the one I'm interested in next. Next is to the left of Sean Longstaff so we've got Longstaff on the right um, this is the, it's an interesting one the, the third role I guess the reason it's interesting is a lot of the time what happens that when I'm watching Newcastle is these players sometimes um, kind of swap around during the game so in this case and looking at yesterday we would have had Joe Linton uh, and Joe Willock on the field Um and at different times, they're on. They kind of seem to be swapping a little bit. So I think when it started, it was Joe Willock largely on the left, and that's where he got that excellent um, assist for Alexander Isak with that lovely Trivala outside of the boot uh, pass. So if you haven't seen that, worth a look. Um, so based on that, I, I would start with Joe Linton in the middle. Um, I love seeing Joe Linton in the middle. He's he's an animal, lads. You should see him in in real life. He's 
he's just everywhere. And uh, the way he rides tackles, the way he keeps um, the ball, holds off other um, defenders, holds off the opposition, takes so much pressure off. Um, he's just, he literally is a different player than the player we signed a couple of years ago because I've been watching him for a long time. So we're going to put him as a CM is, I on attack. Say, I, would, I mean, I wouldn't say he's a different player. I just think he's now in the position he should be playing in. And yeah. you signed him as a striker and he should never have been signed as a striker. I think we've said about it before. When he was... <clears throat> At Hoffenheim, he played in a in sort of the hole really as a ten, and he was signed as a goal scoring striker when he never was. Like his goal scoring record at Hoffenheim didn't back that up either. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was, it was Lee, Lee Clark, wasn't it? Lee Clark said at one point he was the worst. He was possibly the worst um, signing Newcastle would ever made, and now this season he's possibly the best signing they've ever made. Yeah, fully agree. So he, he's he's well worth the thirty eight million that was spent. On him in the role that he plays, he, and equally he's he's been a creative creative force that's got an engine on him, which which is, and the fact that he's able to link so well with Joe Willock makes him so vital to how you play. I think mm-hmm. because or the fact that him and Willock can seemingly interchange at will, and it's almost like they are on a a different level of understanding. Where that only comes with sort of playing with uh, one another in the same team in training and in matches. Much like in, as we see in FM, once you get those good links going, it, you can, you know, the the performances come alongside that. I think Shout the other thing then. Steve Bruce. Shout out to Steve Bruce Steve for Bruce. You know, spotting talent. <laughs> <laughs> the less said about Steve Bruce, the better. Um, so we'll stick with that left hand side then. We're obviously going to go with Joe Willock on the left. Um, in terms of the role, I guess I was torn between, I mean, it's definitely an inverted role as far as I'm concerned because there's a lot of cutting inside, um, probably more into the middle. So I was between inside forward and inverted winger. Um, and I think the question for me is how I see the other role on the wing on the other side, um, in w- which for most of the season has been held by Miggy. Um, I don't know about you lads, but I have a tendency to not want to put the same role on each wing. Is that just me or is that anyone else kind of in agreement with that? No, I'm generally, try, I try to do that across the team. I try to have like variation in attack. Mm. And that's mainly, I think, because quite a few of us come from the school of Cleon. Um, and that, that was one of the things that he usually suggested is that have like having multiple points of attack and don't be predictable and as a result you try to sort of vary with the roles throughout the team so you, mm-hmm. you don't have at least even if you have the same roles you're using um different duties on those same roles so they do something slightly different from one another so things don't become stagnated mm-hmm. and predictable i'm not entirely sure if i would claim that Joe Willock is the inside forward though I would say he's probably more of the, more of a creative force than a goal scoring force yeah. so I'd probably have him, as, have him as an inverted winger or maybe even an advanced playmaker still using the support role especially as he drifts inside both do that um, to save the sort of the I think using your reference of Miggy on the right uh, cutting and he's obviously his goal goal scoring has this season has shown that he is definitely sort of one of the more supporting strikers in a wide position rather than being a supporting player who is providing just assists. Yeah, and I think in this game we're going to do now, obviously Jacob Murphy scored twice against Tottenham. Um, but normally I think that role would be held by Miggy, even though Jacob Murphy's done really well. I would look at Miggy and he I would say... started the last seven games yeah, in a row, which is the... It's like, crazy, yeah. Before that, I think he had the most sub appearances for Newcastle or something ever, something ridiculous. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, in this case, we're going to go with Miggy as an inverted winger. Uh, if I was putting Jacob Murphy in there, I think I'd probably just keep him as a winger. Um, obviously, he's a bit more direct, right footed, does like to go up and down the touchline, uh, whereas Miggy's left footed primarily, and that's where he scored a lot of his goals, cutting in on that left. So, today we're going to go with Miggy, even though Jacob got those two goals. I think the other thing is in game. Jacob Murphy isn't too highly rated. Like you look at his attributes, um, and apart from his pace, he's he's not too highly rated. There's barely an attribute here above kind of 14, 13, 14. So, um, sorry, Jacob. Great two goals, bro. Going Miggy today. You'll have Definitely to listen to more. You might. Um, so that's Miggy in as the inverted winger on attack, and finally, lads, 
a good question up front and it's a good problem to have. Uh, and even even I was like this, we were talking about it going into the game into St. James's Park yesterday. Who would you go with, Wilson or Isaac? They've both been in good form lately um, in terms of goal scoring. They're obviously both top quality strikers. Eddie loves them both. Yesterday he went with Isaac, obviously. I think Isaac does give a little bit more in terms of mobility. Um, and I think Callum Wilson makes really, really good runs, but Isaac covers a bit more ground. And I think that's why Eddie went with him yesterday, is to try and get him I think it moving makes across. more sense to, to bring Wilson on once yeah. Isaac's, Isaac's tied the defence out. It yeah. gives him more, it makes it easier for his runs to become more effective. And I think Eddie says to um, Isaac, basically, you know, just give me 60, 70 minutes and run your absolute legs off. All right. And, and, and obviously if the goals come, fantastic. So I think that's what he wants because he knows he's got Callum to come on. So, uh, and look, it happened yesterday, didn't it? So we will start today with Isaac up front uh, as an advance forward. No St. Maximin. So I don't have Maxine here. No, let's talk about that. I just have to take water here because my throat is just... I can't believe you've done this to me, lads. Thank you very much. You're, you're great, guys. Brilliant. I'm really enjoying this. <clears throat> I'm, I'm horrible. up in a blanket and I'm listening. It must be horrible listening for everybody out there in their cars, uh, in, their, in their headphones. Um, the funny thing is, Matt, after you've done this and you go to bed, we're going to actually just do a normal pod. And this is just <laughs> for even, our enjoyment only. <laughs> we're not even going to really audio description edit for it. <laughs> you've got, yeah, he's got to do subtitles. Crikey. Hello. Um... No, I've decided not to go at St. Maximin at the moment. And it's, I mean, if you were to ask me six months or a year ago, I would have nothing but like, I'd be just singing or waxing lyrical about St. Maxima. I think he hasn't been in as, as good form uh, this season. Now injury does come into that as well. The other part of it is, I think what we're starting to see is him slowly changing and evolving towards what Eddie wants from him, which is not only to be constantly attacking and running at players, but also like, you know, what he does when he doesn't have the ball. I think that's a big part of it. And I think it's been a slow burner for him in terms of Eddie making his mark and him and him getting a, a Alex and Maxman to do what he wants. Whereas what we've seen, you know, and Matt, you referenced it, the connection between Joe Willock and Joe Linton, um, or Joe Squared as we've been calling him all weekend, um, is the reason why I want to see them both on the field at the same time. Uh, and Willock is, Willock is one of these players that, he he doesn't look as quick as he is, if that makes sense. Um, he's got the a bit of the Berbatov about him. Yeah, the demeanour. He's, he's quite graceful, yeah. uh, but deceptively quick. Exactly. Um, before you move into the match, by the way, um, the, there's one thing that I, I would do if you're trying to replicate the, the movement of Joe Linton and Willock in, as in real life or get as close to it as you can in FM. I would probably play Joel Linton and Zamazala on attack rather than just the CM on attack because he's likely to drift out wide when Willick is drifting inside. He loves inside, the so. CM attack, though. He does. He does. Yeah, I, 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 it is being swapped with the advanced playmaker attack at the moment. But yes, CM attack, mad. You could just go and uh, individually do individual instructions and get him to move wider for you. Let's take a look now. I think I do think there are there are some parts of the Mazala role that are hard-coded that you just can't get right. We'll see what, what we'll do is, man, we'll see how it looks in game. If we're not really seeing him move much, we'll flip it. I'm happy to, we completely can flip it. To be fair, at this rate, man, we'll be playing on key highlights. You ain't going to see much, mate. Yeah, true. That is very true. Right. Get, get your subs picked. Yes. Uh, we don't care about those. And then um, we'll get actually into a match. No Anthony Gordon we'll, either, lads. He'll be on the bench. But we might, we might see him feature. Uh, interesting profile in FM. Again, pacey, but not a whole lot on the technical side. I think it'll be interesting to see how he does at Newcastle next season, really. Um, but not that strong. Massive ears. Yeah. Great, great pair of ears. Um, nothing much, like, in terms of what I'm looking at for team instructions. Um, so I've got high tempo, um, run a defence. I've put overlap right on for for um, Trippier, because you do see a lot of that. I think we're... Um, Quick question: mm. Why why are you going for overlap right when he'll naturally do that anyway? Like you've got him as a wing back support, you've got the guy who's ahead of him cutting inside. There's naturally going to be space. I rarely use the overlap because 
As far as I'm says, aware, and I... he says, doesn't it? Player waits for the for an overlap. So he's going to hold the ball so up. So going, if you've got a weak player, tempo, like high tempo, he's like, "Oh yeah, we're going to try and play really quickly, but then we're going to slow down and wait for him to overlap." And the other the other thing is, you're also asking a potentially weaker player on the wing to hold it up. Ah, I see. Quite okay. potentially. See, this is. These uh, are uh, that that. Nuggets. They are instructions that have been in the game for a long time and they mm. still work the same way. It's just that it doesn't tell you what is specifically happening under the hood, but you can see you can see it in game. And as Joe has said, like the, the it does sl- if you're trying to play faster, it's kind of an oxymoron really. And I'm surprised it really doesn't suggest that that it's kind of going against itself what you're trying to achieve if you're playing faster or at least if it doesn't bring the tempo down because you're expecting a player to hold it up it's a fair point anyway i'll let you continue to go through the rest of it uh and also listeners he's removed overlap right yes <laughs> um anything else i've put on play for set pieces where here. the fans start to sing you don't know what the fuck you're doing <laughs> i think my i think the fans already know that the listeners know i don't know what i'm doing when it comes to FM. so th- this th- so are you, i take it you are going for your own your own way of playing rather like inspired by how rather than a true re- like recreation yeah i'm not going for fun on recreation um probably because i'm not smart enough um he's playing for a draw race boys never <laughs> um anything else so when possession has been won yeah we're going to go on the counter uh, i've got the keeper distributing to the fullbacks because i think we do see um pope give the ball off the trip here and uh, dan burnlock do you like counter do I like for me? I I always find counter. It's a like it's kind of like a lump it forward, shoot on sight. Like there's never any creative build up. I said this to Dupe a couple of weeks ago on his stream because he was playing like counter press counter with City, and they just kept lumping the ball forward and just shooting from everywhere. I was like, take counter off, and then they they actually play a bit of football and fashion a chance. He was like getting like forty shots on tar- forty shots with about four on target. I just feel counter is always it just. It's like the emergency button. Mm. It does feel it. It, 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 it all, at least it used to. It like ignored your main in possession mm. settings at that point when a counter was on, and it would like as you're saying, Joe, just punt it forward. It it switch your passing to direct. You like the on the screen, like it sh- on the counter screen. It shows you the players that are going to be impacted on like, on that counter and apart from your defensive roles or your more defensive triangle so your two center halves and your dm everyone else is on forward arrows so it basically in transition it pushes everyone to an attack role which is why you get disjointed nonsense unless you just happen to get lucky and the annoying thing in fm is like counter and counter press just fucking works so well in the game yeah I think as well without, um, without really a detriment to the rest yeah. of the like it says the intensity but you could play that all season and it like I've I've played it that's not counter pressing or counter but I've played a relatively high intensity sort of for the level with Kettering in the last season and I've still been able to do it for the most part and I'm playing with part-time players I'm having to rest them but you can get around it so when you're playing with elite players that you're playing counter press and counter with like super high intensity on like a positive mentality super high tempo like there's not really any any anything to stop you from doing it i think in my mind it's not just about the um what they do with the ball like if i think about some of the players like uh willock um almiron even joel linton st maximum when he's there these are players that take the ball on the counter and run like hell with it and i see that a lot with with eddie's newcastle and I've got run a defence activated for the dribbling. Now, whether the, you know, to your point, whether the counter instruction overrides that, but rather than this being a hit and hope and punt the ball up to Isaac on the counter, what I'm hoping to see is that uh, they're picking up the ball and the players with good pace, good acceleration are actually, let's say, bypassing or running past defenders. And by God, we did that yesterday against Tottenham because they were shit. Um, uh, and then out of possession, you've got a high press and then... Yes pressing as often as you can well the tr- the press is triggered much more often mm. and yeah look standard the, defensive line yeah I've got on standard because I don't see the, um, Sven Botman and Cher going up crazy high even you know our, the seats I had yesterday at the game 
was pretty much in line with the um, with the box in the penalty area, and they don't they didn't seem to kind of press up much further than that. Um, so that's where I've kept the standard defensive line. The press happens up the top half of the field. Like at one point, we had four of our lads pressing two of their defenders. Um, one of the goal, one of the goals we got, I think it was the second or third goal. Two two Newcastle players were pressing Son in their own half, in the Spurs half. One back the ball, one pass, and then Jacob Murphy's banged it in the bottom left hand corner. So um, definitely a lot of pressing happening in Eddie's in Eddie's mags. Right, should we play game time? Let's game let's time. go. Off Come we go. Drowning, come on. <clears throat> oh, apparently I've picked one sub too many. Um, Can't wait for you to get crashed and we got to redo all this. <laughs> Hold on. I'm just going to click save. <laughs> oh. Really quickly. So you're saving uh, before the game, just in case. Just in case. Fabian Chair is not fully fit and may struggle to see how this match. Right, let's crack on. So shall we play? We'll play on extended highlights for a while, see how the time goes. Yeah, extended is probably the best way. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we can quickly fly through the Spurs team. Um, a little bit similar to yesterday. They've got Laurie and goal, who was terrible. Eric Dyer. Hang on. Uh, Chris, Where's Harry sorry. Kane? Oh, shit. They've got no Ooh. Kane. He must be injured. Must be. Maybe he fell Ooh. over his lid. What a surprise. It is database. Here we go again. He's cheating again. Dupe, this is your database, my friend. There's nothing to do with me, mate. They've got Dan Juma on instead of Harry Kane. I can't wait for him to get a hat-trick against you. He probably will. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, so Imagine. Loris, Eric Dyer, Romero, Davies. Hang on, hang on. Don't, don't, don't say too many Spurs players. We aren't a Spurs podcast. Okay. Forget. Spurs have 11 players on the field and are still there being managed by Antonio Conte. While my manager's name in this current thing that we're looking at <laughs> is, is, is Dupe. <laughs> so you're the one getting the blame for this. That's fine. Um, cool, cool, cool. So I'm going to have us to, I'm saying to the boys here that our home form is important to us because it is St. James's Park. It is a fortress. Um, might just do a little, have a quick look at the opposition. So Spurs basically are going three at the back, got two wing backs, obviously, and they're basically playing Hoiberg and Bissouma as kind of like two midfielders in the DM strata. Um, and then they're kind of looking at three out top. Son is in the striker role. Dan Juma on the it's left. The old, it is the, the, the quintessential Conte formation. Say, it's mm. very Conte. It's very Conte. So no it, Harry. It, this was an absolute c- to play against when he was at Chelsea on FM. I absolutely hated playing mm. Chelsea when when he was manager there. Um, interestingly, they don't have Pedro Porro starting. He started yesterday. Obviously, lads, we've talked about Pedro Porro on this pod, so. I was uh, keeping a watchful eye on him. He didn't have a very good game, but he's very quick, as we've always said. Um, did, did they? Lightning quick. No, none of them did. All right. So um, in terms of opposition instructions, um, there's not much really I would do differently. We're going to trigger the press on uh, Son because it worked yesterday. Um, and similarly, what you're going to say for everything because cool it worked yesterday. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to replicate. That's what we do with this game, Matt, isn't it? Um, and what, they've what got Paris. What about well. sort of? Are you going to look to like in terms of like your defensive plan for those players? Like triggering like the press on them is one thing, so they're closed down all the time. But where are you going to send those players? Where are you anticipating those runs? Um, are you expecting? How are you expecting them to be playing? Are you expecting them to be playing as wingers, or are they going to be cutting inside and supporting Son? Like, what are you? What are you going to instruct? your team to do so I'd imagine that Kulisevsky would play as a natural winger um, again one of the things I had thought about uh, doing was so in, in FM obviously on the out of possession tab you can um, set like your you know where I'm going with this trap inside trap outside so um, in terms of where you want to kind of I suppose using your body language as a fullback do you open your body to push the player out of the line or turn it in um, I've not set that because I don't want it to be the same all over the field. Um, so I guess when I'm looking at the opposition instructions on Kulisewski, just want them to close him down so he's not swinging in crosses, even though Harry Kane isn't on the pitch. Um, I was more going for, are you showing them onto their weak foot or not? Or are you just leaving it? Oh, sorry, okay. Um, no, in this case, so for Kulisewski, it would be yes because he's a winger, right? Um, 
But for Danjuma, I don't think I will. I think Danjuma is probably playing as an inside forward. Um, I'm not too familiar with this guy in terms of I've not really seen much of him. Oh, um, get out. Get out. He's, he, he, he's amazing. Danjuma. <laughs> like, but in FM terms, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah he is, isn't he? Uh, Shit. Dribbling 17, first touch 16. He's going to be a problem Technique in FM. 17. Pace. FM terms, he's a problem. Shit, he's a good player, actually. Um, normally, Matt, in this case, when I don't know what to do with a player coming up against it, hard tackling. Let's try and get him off. <laughs> you're, trying to make, you're trying to get him off? Well, yeah. Off the field, off the field. Oh. Um, and that's it. I think we should kick off. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> and let's see how bad I am at this game. I'm, yeah, but this whole 40 odd minutes just to go, for you to go 1-0 down after 2 minutes is going to be <laughs> fucking hilarious looking forward to it looking forward to it here we go it's the Man City simulator they haven't sold all their, t- uh, their, their allocation give us a quick start Man City oh oh Lloris with a save after 17 seconds. He didn't do that yesterday. Well, that's it. You've, you've, you've fucked it already. Three minutes in. Hang on. No goals. Hang on. Trip. Call, po- call oh, hacks. He's oh my not. God. Lloris is on man of the match for me. <laughs> He's touched the ball twice. Yeah, I'll give him points. <laughs> Rather than just having to collect it oh, from the net. I think, he got, I think right. he got points and a ban, mate. Yeah, okay. What a Ooh, run. Isaac, oh, Isaac poor touch. So we've got Botman onto Burn on the left hand side. Burn with a ball over the top. Isaac heads it over the bar. Just so the viewers, uh, the listeners at home can understand, it's like watching a Samo stream. It's very difficult. I'm going to speed it up a little. You can see that playing for set pieces is working. You've had two corners in seven mm. minutes so far. Joe Linton's Ooh, won Joe the ball Linton's back. Almiron. Well. Isaac is through. Oh, and he's offside. offside. He has scored, but he's offside. offside. Do you, do you ever find an advanced forward gets caught offside a lot in this game? Uh, depends. I feel like they do. Depends if they're offside or not. <laughs> Spurs are let, let to lay a glove on you. You can yeah. see the press uh, though, can't you? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. You're picking up a lot of those sort Ooh. of... Oh, oh, Nick Tops made a good save. Touch you just hit the bar. I was going to say, it looked like a bar. Son, I think, hit the bar maybe. Denver. This is Tottenham's third highlight in a row. And it's saved oh. by Nick Pope, shot from Bissouma. So we're 15 minutes in, and we've Tottenham have had more possession, but we've had more shots. And after about 15 minutes yesterday, we were XG 4 for 4. <laughs> Emerson Morale is not that good in real life. <laughs> Picking up the ball in sort of the, just inside the, your half, mm. not happening. Tottenham look like they're missing a focal point striker right now. I'm surprised they didn't put Dan Juma up front um, and have Son on the left. So it's they, Joe Willock. They've Willick really come into this game. Oh, they've really come into this game. Willock. Willock. Oh, Willock's making the balls out. Oh, Joe Linton picks it up. lost it twice then. Miggy cuts inside. Struggling against that low block, aren't you? Isaac, it's through. Oh, the shot's blocked. <sighs> Bruno with the ball across. Oof. And it was another save by Hugo Lloris Lutz. Trippier with the corner, he swings it. Lies. Headed out, doesn't beat the first man, but he's picked it up again. And it's a good tackle from Bissouma. Chief. Uh, he is an attacker. Oh, right, wait. 20, 25 minutes in, is it doing what you're expecting it to do at the moment? Oh. So, because what I'm seeing a lot. Say again, Matt. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of the lumped ball forward. And mm-hmm. hoping it hits Isaac. And if it doesn't hit him, you are losing possession. And there isn't there's another one right there now, yeah. Long for, lumps forward every time. So what we'll do then is we're gonna do two things here. So one let's try it as a test because I know we spoke about whether it's right to have counter activated in here or not. So we're gonna take it off to see if it gradually shifts towards what I was mentioning, which was getting um our quicker players on the ball uh, and running with it. So that was one so thing. So you are getting like decent, like you are obviously cultivating chances, but they are snapshots rather than like actually. He's so far, goals. so much further up the pitch without a support that yeah. it ends up him just shooting rather than thinking it through a bit more. 
I also um, think it's it's difficult for for some of your midfield players to get involved in the in the attacking phase because it's where you're countering it is just so quick up to Isaac and done, whereas you're not really creating much with like Bruno hasn't really haven't really seen Bruno at all. No. I think as well it's very congested, right? They've got two players in the DM line, and we've got three man midfield, so there's just not a and lot of space. You've in the got middle. two inverted players as well. Yeah, so we've just um, switched Joel Linton to a Mazala as well to see. To Matt's point, if we can get him drifting out wide a bit more. And you can already see him there a little bit on the left-hand side. But here comes Spurs again. Kulisewski lofts it up. Down to Heiberg. Bissouma's fetish oh, to Son. It's a good oh, tackle from tackle. Dan Byrne. Oh, and Son is headed oh. off the bar. It's off. Bow, is it, it got it's goal line technology? <laughs> You've never seen this before? No. I didn't even know this was in the game. I don't know if I uh, have seen that yet. I'm shocked. It's red just card. doing his job. Dan Juma's got a red card. Dan Juma's picked danger up a red card. I didn't expect him to be that dangerous, though. I told you we were going to get him off the field. <laughs> didn't yeah. expect it to be that. It was, uh, yeah. I had to get him off the field and post the game. Uh, I just want to see um, what their formation is after he's gone. They've just moved Kulisevsky into the number 10 role and they've got no wingers. So at this point, and here's a question for you lads. Well, you're going to see Perisic and you're going to see uh, Royale push on even more now, right? They're they're down as complete wing-backs. So, 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 the, so the the fact that you've got the Mizala is going to work a bit better for you. And then the, the inverted, I would probably now focus on trying to keep the whip as much as you can rather than trying to invert them back in. Stretch them as possible. There's going to be huge gaps. Here's a question for you. When you have a opposition player sent off, as we've just had in the 29th minute. Do yeah. you do anything to capitalise that? Yes. Oh. Um, yeah. Do you make changes like playing a bit wider, looking for space, etc.? I would leave it, watch it and see what happens. I'd first. wait till half time but, now and see see how they settle. But you've got Eric Dyer on a wide centre-back role as well. And you've got Basuma and Valante in front of him. There's going to be such a big hole behind there that you could try to utilise. Dan Byrne on the left hand side crosses it and saved. I wouldn't be changing it until I've actually watched to see what happens because whilst you like, you can increase width as much as you like if ultimately if they then change as a result of that you might as well wait and see how they react themselves because they could um, I mean, we'll see what Mad does anyway but I would definitely hold off and react because you can you can sort of if you go, like, I see, see so many people go more attacking to try and take advantage of that additional man. Mm. And it's like, you are just setting yourself up to fail. If they, the opposition will have absolutely gone to at least a cautious, if not defensive. And so you go more attacking is just going to exploit or open up so much more space for them to exploit uh, like behind you. Uh, and they'll bounce you on the counter because it happens every time. It's the whole, you know, 10-man OP thing from years ago. So easy to fall into that trap. It's what the game is trying to lure you into. You just have to be patient. In fact, I'd probably even dare say I'd go the other way and go more cautious myself. Well, you but, want to bring them on to you so it then absolutely utilizes the space in behind, right? Yeah. Because if they just sit back and just try and grind out the nil-nil, it's just going to be you against their defense. And the way they're set up with the defensive players they've got isn't going to be terrible anyway. They won't have an outball. Eventually, you may break through. But if you were to sit back a bit, and you would like to invite them onto you, then potentially you could find some more space behind. So um, we've only had really one highlight, I think, since the red card. So I don't know if we'll change too much yet. From a team talk perspective, I'm just going to say to the lads, we need more possession in the second half. Spurs had a lot of the ball. So I want our lads to know that they need to be uh, increasing their possession stats. Um, Fabian Scher is kind of dead. So we're going to take him <laughs> off. And bring on Jamal Asas. He did tell you he wouldn't make it. He did, in fairness. Um, aside from that, not really going to do much else, to be honest. Um, I just want to see... Willock's not having the greatest of games. I was no, going to say, is, this, not, is this now not a good time for somebody like St. Maximum that could really utilise some tired legs at the back? You know, maybe it's it's a, it's an idea to bring him on soon. Not, not straight away, but mm. um, it might be something that you want to look out for because he's tricky, he's got the flair. Um so we've got options there between Maxi and Gordon. So yeah, it's a good point. Let's well, see. I'm going to give the, it 10, 15 minutes. I see. The other thing I would suggest about, like you've said, we've said about the, like Willock's going to be moving into an area where, which is very congested and we've noticed he's losing a lot of the ball and like the AP role, it does tend to be like a ball magnet, um, much like the, uh, the, uh, like the Roman playmaker role should be. 
So maybe it's worth, even though I suggested it, switching it to either an inverted winger or something else, still a support role, but something that is um, is not going to sort of allow him to sort of get so bogged down because he all I've seen him do is lose the ball rather than do anything useful with it. We'll just switch him to a winger and support and see what it does then. Um, and like Dupe said, we have options if we need them. So we'll kick off the second half. It is nil-nil. And Tottenham are down to 10 men with Tanjuma having been sent off. Let's see if we can actually win a game and prove that I'm not completely shit at football manager. Just a little bit shit. I mean, you, this is going to be horrendous if you if you don't pick up three points here. I would love it if we beat them. Love it. Free kick, Trippier swings it in. Oh, and it's off the roof of the next. Can you sort the tablet out? Because you've got two Tottenham formations. I do, sorry. I want to see how your Uh, your system... We'll do that in a moment. Miggy finds Dan Byrne. It's gone off for a corner. Why you got Dan Byrne there? Why is Dan Byrne taking shots from edge of the box? That's corner from Trippier is headed out. Uh, I'll fix this for you now, dude. Someone didn't set set pieces. (laughs) Someone didn't have time. That's 60 minutes now. We've not really had a clear cut, man. Corner from Trippi on 58. And it's come to nothing. Miggy wins it back. Dan Byrne. Longstaff. Longstaff beats the man. Finds Trippi on the right. Back to Longstaff. And it's a goal for Alexander Izak. A wonderfully crafted Newcastle United move. Longstaff. (laughs) Finds Trippi on the right hand side. Continues his run. Returns it to Longstaff. Gets to the byline. Squares it across oh, and it's easy. I mean, VAR would take an, about a week and a half to look at that one. They would, but we won't There's be some using contagious, these... contagious, contentious offsides. Contagious. <laughs> contagious. <laughs> no, you was right, mate. It would take fucking VAR. It would take the contagious. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's, so, that's made it easier for you, Matt. Yes, we have a red injury to yeah. uh, Joe Willock. So our hand has been forced there. So we are going to bring on Alan Simaxman now. Yeah. Um, like for like we'll just bring him on as a winger can I can I just Keep say one thing as well this is yeah. your second stoppage so you obviously have five substitutes but this is your second stoppage that you've done what did so I do already you the sales that was half time oh, oh, it was at half time you're right yeah, sorry yeah. um, also Jordan but you know it says fitness. it above the top yeah you know it says it at the top uh, oh my god I've never really looked at this oh either. my god I didn't even know what happens in the game. <laughs> Do you play this game, man? Uh, um, I've seen it, but I've not, like, I, my eyes don't go there naturally, too. Let's see. Bring that. back Curry. So we can obviously see how many stoppages they've had. Excellent. Um, right. Is it time for Callum Wilson yet? Not yet. Uh, we're on 64 minutes at the moment as we bring on Maxi for Willock. Probably go as far as 75. What, what did we'll, you bring Maxi on us? Uh, left him as a winger on sport. It's yes, recommending that I um, remove the play for set pieces instruction. Um, we've just had yet another injury. Wow. This time it's Sean Longstaff. Um, when it, Joe Linton is the one that was showing fatigue. Sean Longstaff is on a 7.4, having got the assist. Oh yeah, keep him on, mate, yeah. Um, uh-huh. We'd love to. So we're going to have to make a substitution. So we're limited with our midfield options as you can see um, yeah. with Joe Willock um, having gone what? off um, so I'm going to have a suggestion I, I would love if I could have a moment to think about it but go ahead <laughs> well, I, well whilst you sit in silence I'll make a little suggestion what I would probably do, do it. It. I'd po- probably move Joe move Joe I've got the bad voice as well Joe Linton across to the ball winner right maybe change mm-hmm. it to not such a negative uh, role uh, and then probably look to put bring Miggy back, and and have him as an uh, advanced playmaker or, or something fun in that centre midfield role. Uh, he likes to play attack midfield, so you could always just put him in in there on an attacking role. And then you've got space to put Isaac out wide or Ryan Fraser. You could bring on Anthony Jordan, or Jordan, Gordon, on the right hand side there. That would solve your problem, man. So I'm not going to do any of that. Yep. Show me. <laughs> show me. Show me. What we're going to do. Bring, he's bringing the brave crown. <laughs> uh, yeah, with his with his Carabao Cup medal, um, I'm going to bring on Anthony Gordon uh, for Longstaff. I'm going to put Anthony Gordon in a central role. Um, I don't know if I'll know if I'll change that Mazzara role. So I am going to move Joel Linton over, as you said, to be the box to box on support. Um, just looking at Anthony Gordon now to decide will I keep him as a Mazzara or not. 
Uh, in game, he can in, play in the 10. Are you actually putting Joe Linton as a box to box midfielder, even though he's fucked? I know, yeah, yeah but it's only, there's, only, there's only 15 minutes left. Um, this, but this is your. He's an animal. Joe, Joe Linton can do anything. He's an animal. This is very makeshift. It is, but like uh, this, this whole episode has been very makeshift. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I was looking at Joe Linton. Look, if it was a normal save, I probably wouldn't have him as a box to box Joe, because um, naturally he'd be fucked. Um, is it worth changing him to a CM? I, might, I was just going to say, is I, I probably could. I think that suit him a bit better. So we'll switch him to CM and support. Um, I think we'll just leave. We'll leave Gordon then as the Mazala. Um, uh, and see if he can find a, bit, a few pockets of space for the and listeners at home the Rolls ability is half a star it's gold yeah. but it's half a star <laughs> it's doable is what it big is big fan of how, how you're digging him out here yeah. no 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 I think like you said we have to paint the picture um, I personally would not have done that um, he does not have the strength to, or any physical attributes to be in the middle but hey Mad, Mad's the man I, I see I would also be looking at switching mentality as well like, see if I can coax them out a bit more. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll let the Irish. There's only a game in. There's only decisions. a goal in this. This could get very embarrassing. This is what we want, right? Content. We still haven't bring out Brown and Callum Wilson, obviously. Now with those two force changes. Down to nine. Here comes scores. This is their highlight. They're going to score. Ooh. Oh, what a save! What a save! now to Isaac around the counter. No, the highlight is killed. Gordon loses Christmas. the ball in the middle. <laughs> Dan Byrne freaking around half less cells as advanced forward. Now Almiron finds Isaac, but it's out for a corner kick. We're on 79 minutes. It's still Newcastle 1, Tottenham 0. Trippier swings the corner. Back in again. No, comes to nothing. I think we need still to bring on Callum Wilson, Wilson now. We enjoyed seeing Callum Wilson score yesterday. So we're just going to bring on um, what we'll probably do. I'm just looking at the fatigue on Miggy Almiron. Uh, and he's, uh, he hasn't had a great game either, Miggy. He's not done much. So I'm actually going to take off Almiron. Uh, and we'll pull Isaac onto the right-hand side. Um, I'm going to put him in as an inside forward. Just leave Callum Wilson up top deck. And go with that. I don't think there's much need to make too many other changes. I trust Callum to make the difference with five minutes remaining. Dupe is looking at that. I can see Dupe. I can see Dupe watching this. So we have Trippier free kick and it's off the wall and it's ended up for a corner. Dupe is praying for Tottenham to win here. I can see it in his eyes. No, not, they're not going to win, are they? <laughs> or to score, sorry. I just think, I think to win 1-0 at home against Tottenham who haven't got Harry Kane and uh, are down to nine men because uh, they had an injury. Ten. Um, Oh, they've scored. They've scored. It's fucking one all. In the 86th minute, fucking Richarlison, of all people, who I really don't rate, has equalised for Tottenham. Oh my God, this is embarrassing. Can I just say also, <laughs> also who, if you watch the replay, I, I'm sure something bad happened. You need to watch the replay. I will watch the replay. He's going uh, for it, I'm, re I'm reacting to it, so I'm just putting the two strikers up together up front. That is uh, wild. That is wild. You don't know what you're doing. It doesn't this is <laughs> what a day. This is fascinating what wa watching watching other people make decisions that you absolutely would react differently to. He's going for, he's going for the Hail Mary. Yeah. So what's happened he's is Ben Davis the... is picked. So we get we gave the ball away. I think it might have been Trippier. Yeah, pause, 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 pause. Okay. Pause. Go back. Look where your midfield is. Click on that man there. So oh, it's Anthony Gordon. Anthony Gordon here. But he's, he's a Mazzara. In fairness, I've got five guys in the no, box. No, Mad. He's not a Mazzara. That's yeah. the problem. He's, he's not, not a Mazzara. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we can blame Anthony Gordon for a ball that Trippier gives I away. Think and there's then, one man to blame. And he's <laughs> sat in this call with us. <laughs> and it's but you. You must it's remember tough. that the name of my manager in game is your name, Dupe, not me. So. It doesn't matter to me, man. Uh, 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 I've um, not touched it. This Longley, is how not to play. Clement, Clement Longley has hoofed a ball basically over the top and Richarlison has finished it in the bottom right-hand corner. That Chief. Is, that is 
definitely what Mad's nickname is going to be. I didn't hear Eddie that. Eddie How Not to Play. Eddie How Not. How Not to Play. Hang on. He could, he, could, he could kind of bring something back here. Oh, Bruno God, heads he's it really under pushing Jordan, now. And there's going to be gaps in behind. The pace of Richarlison. Pedro Porro. To, oh, oh. Never heard a man so excited. Here comes Joe Linton now. He's hoofed it again. Isaac picks it up. Maxi. Ball over the top. Callum Wilson through. Oh, and Callum Wilson it's has scored. It's offside. It's offside. He's it's offside. not offside. It's offside. He's offside. He's not offside. It's a goal oh, for lucky. Callum Wilson. See, St. Maximum. We told you how to play him. Oh, that's Lloris, man. Callum How is Lloris done Wilson. there? Newcastle 2, Tottenham 1 on the are 88th you gonna stop, minute. Are you going to pull him back? <gasps> Spurs in the corner. Ooh, Pedro Porras. Oh, and the shot's gone over the bar. There's going to be that seven so minutes of added time. Oh, shit. Seven minutes that, of added time. That is so Spursy. What are you pausing Because all for? your players are dead. I'm just taking off the hit early crosses. Yeah, all my players are dead. We're going to just hit lower the tempo. Hit early crosses, the thing that you was actually successful with. <laughs> Yeah, but like, we want to hold on to the ball, basically. I don't know what that was from Callum Wilson wow. there. Anyway, uh, 90 Pretty minutes on the it. clock. They've added seven. And here comes Spurs. Here comes Spurs. Ollie skipped. Can I also note the fact that Joe has now sat up <laughs> in excitement. Oh, Gordon's oh, swinging across and Isaac is headed over. It's actually a corner. is going to take the corner. 91 minutes. He's taking Wasting his time. time. Wasting Look time. Wasting time. Bruno picks it up the edge of the box and it's headed out for a throw. Dan Byrne with the throw. We're in their half. Joel Linton loses the ball because he's fucked. That's, that's his fatigue. Yeah. Richarlison now finds Pedro Porro. Great tackle Penalty. from Big Dan Byrne. Anyway. And he's kept it in. <sighs> Who are you cheering on here, lads? Stop where we're on Spurs podcast. Tottenham. <laughs> Callum Wilson. They're the underdogs. Callum Wilson with a cross. Maxi. Oh, and saved oh. by Hugo Lloris. You've got so Fucking jammy. Spurs yeah. could have done with this Lloris yesterday. I tell you. They oh, definitely they? could have. <laughs> it's going to be another corner for Trippier. He has been dog shit on court. Maxi just yeah, gives it away. Bruno to Trippier again. And he's giving it away again. Here comes Spurs. Wins it back. 94 oh, minutes on the clock. Spurs. Pedro Porro. And it's gone oh, wide. Corner. Oh, Bring the keeper. Bastard. Pedro Porro with the throw. Kulisevsky on the right-hand side tries to cross. He wins the corner on the 96th minute. That's you pushing him out wide there, mate, onto his weaker foot. And the corner comes to nothing. Anthony Gordon's picked it up on the right-hand side. Plays it back to Trippier again. He's completely given it away, but we've managed to win it back. Dan Byrne. Dan Byrne on amazing. Joe Linton. I think he's outside there. Surely this is it. Blow the whistle, ref. Come on. We've won it back again. What an achievement being a 10-man. Oh, it's a foul. Ten man Tottenham Hotspur. Well done, mate. Mad, you are a legend, <laughs> mate. Absolutely <laughs> legendary. Uh, take a screenshot of that and put that in the chat so we can we can tweet that out so everyone can see just what we can see. Um, I mean, you bossed them. Let's not be honest. Let's not. Thirty-seven percent possession. That's <laughs> <laughs> ten men. <laughs> I mean, I know it's easier to hold the ball, but still, like, what are you playing at? Holy shit, man. You are fucking dreadful. Lads, look, just How listen to me. How have you won things on FM before? Listen to like, me here. This is, why he, this is why he blogs it. No one has to know the truth. He just plays it again and again and again. Dupe, all you need to know is we've won the game. There was never in doubt. Three points, mate. Never in doubt. <laughs> Your fucking little face of panic when you went one all. To put every man and his dog up top is mental. I really didn't expect it, now, in fairness. Fucking Richardson. <laughs> hey, the, change, the changes worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, exactly that, yeah. But again, give, you gave Tottenham too much respect. You should have went straight out there and tried to smash the shit out of them, mate. Uh, well, look. If in doubt, stick them all up front. Yeah. I came along and I said, I wanted to get Dan Juma off the pitch and that's what happened. Brought them down to 10 men. It was never in doubt, lads. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, In that game, we had 15 corners. Yeah, uh, to Spurs is five. You were no. playing for set pieces. I know. And I'll be honest, the ones that we seen, I don't think Kri- Kieran Trippier got they it past great, the first yeah. man fifteen times. They were pretty shit. Yeah, in fairness, mm. XG of three. We had an XG of three point six versus Spurs one point one seven. So they had, even though we had, had an extra man, it's a made up statistic, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the stats aren't broken. Are Actually, go, go, uh, ruining football. How, how many clear cut chances did you create against ten men? Uh, we'll go to the stats. I didn't even know this bit was in here. No, come oh, on now. Four clear so, four clear cut chances versus 
Spurs is one. How did Lloris... So you, you, that that might be a high tempo, being a bit too high. Yeah, Lloris had a 7.0, which is pretty good in goals. Much better than he was. IRL. But lads, look, at the end of the day, three points, three points on the board. Three points. That win, complete. you got exactly the same amount of points as, as Eddie Howe did yesterday. Exactly, anyway. yeah. yeah. Which is basically like for like. So you're welcome for that. Yeah, Go I on, mean, the boys. And do you know what? Your reward for getting three points is no quiz. Yeah. Can I have like some honey and hot water for the throat situation I have going on? You can tell what you can do. You can shut the fuck up. No, but right. it, but it can bring episode 298 to a close. Uh, you can find the links for each of us in the post, pod, postcast, podcast description or by visiting fivestarpotential.com where you can find all our latest football manager content including the, uh, the the Wonder Kid spotlight that Dan Gear wrote for us on Alex Scott. Amongst other things, uh, Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Oh, happy birthday to me and Duke for Tuesday next week as well. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> you ain't going to edit that one out. <laughs> Three points for the man. St. <laughs>